Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boss, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and a little notify bell next to it. Make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Uh-huh. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. We do, we do, uh, we do. And uh, so be sure to check that Are out. Are there new, 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 new patrons? One new patron over the last 24 hours, Chode Masterson. That's a great name. It's a good spy name. It's like a comedy spy film. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Chode Masterson. Wow. And then all the bad guys start giggling a little bit because the first name is Chode. Yeah. And he's and like, he, what? He, what's so funny? No, he just shoots glares. Dan <laughs> Chode. Chode will win the day. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I was trying to think, is there any answer? YouTube today? channel members, you can do that too. You can be a member of Slow Wolf Pack here on YouTube. Uh, five bucks a month gets you badges, uh, 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 gifts to you. No, uh, emojis. And you get access to all the bonus episodes. I was that we getting do. that too, yeah. We didn't do one yesterday because, uh, well, we, we should probably make that up somehow this week. Uh, we also got this going on. Check this. Let's check this thing out. Oh, you're yeah. Watching us on YouTube. Sh- show it. We announced this during the fifth anniversary. Sh- I'm sorry, during the fifth anniversary. During the Clash of Champions live Correct. stream. Uh, but check this out. It's our fifth anniversary coming up in less than a week. Yeah, on Sunday. Of going in raw. You've been doing it for five years. So we Hard to believe. commissioned superstar artist Juan Ortiz. Mm-hmm. This guy has done shirts for the Young Bucks. He's done shirts for Sammy Callahan. Yeah. He's done shirts for, I think, maybe basically other every, members of the elite. Basically everybody, independent wrestling. Tama Tonga. Ton of shirts, man. Uh, I think Marty Skrull. Yeah. This guy's done shirts for everybody. We were like, hey, we want a shirt done for us. So we reached out to him and said, hey, I want to throw you some money. Uh, make a shirt. He yes, said, please. yes, that sounds yes. great. Yes. So we did this. It's our fifth anniversary shirt sticker pack. It's available right now at friendomarket.com. Yeah. Look at that image right there. That's on a shirt. Yeah, it's great. And then you get a glow in the dark going in raw logo shirt. I'm sorry, sticker. Uh, you get a hologram slow wolf sticker, which I'll be honest is worth the price alone. Yeah, man. And then another different colorway version of going in raw, the the Juan Ortiz artwork. Oh man, look at that Bruce Brody shirt on Juan's it's uh, amazing. Instagram. Man, and then a double-sided postcard. It's all terrific stuff. So right now at friendomarket.com, you can get that. Uh, and then once the shirts get here, hopefully this week, uh, we'll start sending them out. Yeah. We'll start sending them out. Anyways. Man, he's got some great looking stuff on his Instagram, man. Five years we're doing this, and, uh, and the other co-founder, is uh Dan. Yeah. He's uh he wrote a book. Yeah, he did. Uh video games F yeah. Yeah. You can't can't really say the, the actual No, word. that's strong profanity. That's strong we're profanity. only allowed light profanity. I'm not even sure we can repeat some of the stuff that was said on the air last night. Corey Graves, are we allowed to say BC? The way Corey Graves about Mike Canellis? I don't know. Well, Beta Cuck. Are we allowed to say that? Did, I guess. I don't know if we're allowed to say that. I don't think you know that's considered profanity. I don't I have I honestly don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh anyways, got a, a super chat here, Steve. I didn't get a chance to tell you this yesterday, but I beat you at predictions for Clash of Champions. Uh nana nana boo boo, stick your head in doo doo. I don't know. Who is that? Dom, Dom L. L. He beat me at predictions. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of people did. I yeah, did. T- I did too. I, I didn't do. I didn't do very good. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> handily <laughs> so, beat you in predictions. So that's not really. Wait, are you? Well, still... you, you beat me by one match. If the Roman match would have flipped. Yeah, but if the Roman match would have flipped, right, fine, but it really wouldn't have been. That means it's, if it hinges on one match, it's not really handedly. If there's like a it, lot of matches, like if there's a well, I mean, I actually got. I think I got. I got more matches right than you did. Um. Yeah, it really wasn't handedly. You're yeah, like Trump right now. No. I'm saying that you got a landslide. No I didn't say a landslide. I said handily. I That's kind it. of the same thing. Nah. It's kind of the same thing. Anyways, what were you saying? You were going to say something. No, that was it. Oh, okay. Anyways, congratulations, Dom, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I was going to say the Discord, that at one point during Clash of Champions, you were like winning predictions there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I didn't really get that. 
I like he said it, and then I was like, okay, well, that's cool. You uh, reveled in it for a moment, then, and then it didn't make any sense. Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure I ended up not winning. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah, uh, Raw last night. Man, yeah, it was a fun show. I thought it was really good. There was a report that said uh, Vince, Triple H, and Kevin Dunn were all not in the building. Yeah, it was Paul Heyman running the show. And this is Paul Heyman, and somebody else was running the show. Uh, and it kind of showed. I'll be honest, man. When I was watching... <clears throat> I kind of got Raw After Mania vibes. There was, off the top of my head, I can think of two sort of repackages or returns or whatever. You had Rusev coming back looking amazing. Man, yeah, he's he's jacked. He's dropped some weight. He's got a sweet stash. He's got that, uh, yeah, he's got the mustache. Mm-hmm. He looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Authors of Pain. Yeah, that promo was really good. Was really good. And all the stuff of people saying that, you know, Oh, uh, you need to you need to speak English in order to get ahead in WWE. Maybe that t- if that's true, maybe that tide is turning because so. they're al- almost their entire promo was done in their native languages. Yeah, um, which I thought was terrific. Yeah, it was really good. Oh man, that was so good. And I, I got more personality out of them in that one promo. Oh, heck yeah, man. Than than anything. I thought it was so well done. I mean, charisma, uh, 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 presence. All of that stuff translates regardless of the language being spoken. Wade O'Brien just bought a you know fifth anniversary shirt. Like I watched the promos at the end of most New Japan shows. I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, I get I get the gist for the most part because uh, based on charisma, performance level, presence, how the crowd reacts, you can kind of follow along in very broad strokes. Mm-hmm. Does it I mean? The, the idea that every wrestler needs to be completely f- fluent in English to succeed in WWE, if, if that's Vince's attitude, is a flawed attitude. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Um, but I'm hoping this means that it's not going to be the case. I hope so, too. I was, I was, I was very pleasantly surprised yeah, by that. Yeah, me too. I thought me it was too. really terrific. Me too. Um, so there was that. There was, uh, let's see here, uh, the King of the Ring final I thought was a really terrific match. Yeah. I thought that was really, really Star good. Star-making <laughs> performance from Baron Corbin. I loved the gender reveal in the mic in the that was fun. stuff. I thought that was really good. Uh, Kane's return, I thought, was really oh, good. Oh, Kane was a hoot last night, man. Got a really fun little match between Rey Mysterio and Cesaro, but that was cool. Did he? Did his luggage get lost? Who Cesaro? Yeah, he was wearing his probably his CrossFit uh, sneakers. Those well, were, I think they were trying to sell the idea that Reebok Nano Nine. I mean, maybe they sold this. Maybe they pitched this when if if he didn't have his luggage. You mean in kayfabe or for real? For real. Because uh, he didn't have any ring gear. Well, the idea was he goes. I don't know. That kind of feels like a Heyman thing. Like just go out there and uh, and run the guy down, not knowing that you're that it's going to turn into a match. And no, that match was scheduled. No, it wasn't. They were saying that he wasn't prepared for them, or he he wasn't expecting to get a match. Commentary said that last night. It's confusing. Though. So yeah. Uh, and then uh, let's see here. I kind of feel. Yeah, I wonder if he lost his luggage though. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. It's weird. Uh, and then, uh, and then all that fiend stuff. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty. Anytime like, they like build an episode of Raw or one kind of like macro story that kind of has threads that leads to a satisfying conclusion at the end of Raw, it's, it, it doesn't seem like it should be that hard to do. Mm-hmm. You find one story that ties all of Raw together, pay off at the end of the episode. They kind of did that with. Yeah, I know. I know. It doesn't seem like. I mean, like. It, you can say you can have uh, qualms about some of the actual storylines, the Attitude Era, and th- those qualms would largely be justified because there's a lot of good stuff in the Attitude Era. There's also a lot of bad. Mm-hmm. A lot of episodes of the Attitude Era were more or less framed like that. Mm-hmm. There was some overriding story arc that kind of tied the whole episode together. Yeah, that would usually pay off in the end. Yeah, uh, that's just like the one main thing it feels like is missing now. I was thinking during the uh, like one of the tag matches, like during the Attitude Era. They would actually have storylines for tag teams. Mm-hmm, yeah, I know. kind of wish they would do that again. Thinking mm-hmm. about like New Age Outlaws when they were made stars based on that dumpster match against Foley and uh, mm-hmm. Terry Funk, all that kind of stuff. And then their conglomeration into DX made mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, don't really do that anymore. No, they don't. I hope they get back. I mean, maybe you know, the authors of Pain stuff—they're sort of utilizing uh, War Raiders a bit better these days. Yeah, and you get the OC as a faction running roughshod. There's mm-hmm. a lot of potential there for that kind of stuff to happen, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because Braun, I mean, Braun just sort of hovered in the background a little bit. Like uh, there was one, there was one thing, although it's funny because you mentioned, 
you know, setting up a story and having it pay off in the end. I thought they did that a couple ways last night. I think one of the more effective ways of doing it was, uh, was Kane, who you think is going to be sort of a, a comedic thing with the Glenn Jacobs stuff, which I thought was terrific. Yeah. And then in the end, he comes out, you know, Tries he comes to make down. Save. Yeah. And it's like, okay, why is Kane there? It kind of makes sense. He was in the building already. Like, it was set up mm-hmm. uh, in a way that was completely unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, I do actually kind of think that we'll talk about it when we get there, but I feel like with the fiend they could have maybe done something a little bit different with that end instead of Kane coming out to make the save i get that the fiend is sort of taking down these legends i get that but and they're his friends but another way of showing somebody you're their friend if he wants to make seth his friend is by helping him out if the fiend would have come out and laid out everybody that was attacking seth and then did the same thing that he did at the end to sort of get in his face like mm-hmm. look what i just did to these guys and I saved you because of it. Now imagine what'll happen when we're at odds with each other. That could have been interesting. That could be interesting. Just the way they set up the Fiend's friends or just people he laid out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. But if he has Seth on the docket for laying him out, then that's sort of what I'm getting at. Yeah, I understand. Anyways, it, just, it opened up with uh, a Seth Rollins promo. Yeah. So he comes out. Uh, he says, "I'm not going to play the blame game here over these tag team championships. What's done is done." We're not going to debate whose fault it was. But he says, I'm going to give props to Braun. Uh, he gave me one hell of a fight last night, maybe the toughest fight of my career. And then uh, thanks to uh, some movie magic, some stills up there on the Tron, he's kind of given play-by-play of his match against Braun at Clash, uh, up to and including the uh, attack from Bray Wyatt yes. up on the ramp. So it's like I didn't have time to celebrate or anything until – I got laid out by the fiend, and when I woke up from nearly being choked out, uh, I was like, "What the heck, man?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then Seth says, "Oh, but it's fine because I'm be taking on Bray at Hell in a Cell." Yeah, in Hell in yeah, a Cell. He confirmed he's taking him on at Hell in a Cell. Um, and then I like the crowd was chanting, "Yowie wowie!" He says, "Yowie wowie!" Indeed. Indeed. Oh my goodness. So Seth is interrupted by an episode of Firefly Funhouse when, where uh, uh, this is where Bray introduces the Wall of Friendship. Yes, or is that later on? I want to say that was later on because there was two. It of is them later on. Yeah, yeah, it was later on. This uh, was just yeah. This was just him responding to Seth, and he said, um, uh, he was saying uh, he was talking about forgiving and forgetting. Yes. And he said, the fiend, he says, I forgive. He says, but he, he never, he never forgets. forgets. You've made a lot of mistakes. Made him, yeah, he went to the Seth. mistakes thing. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, And I do like they keep hearkening back to the guilt that Seth felt after betraying the, the shield and joining up with the mm-hmm. authority. Yeah, yeah. They've brought that up several times. Referencing the history is always a smart yeah, way to go. It, it There's really a is. lot to mine there. And then uh, after that bit concluded, they did some graphics for uh, what was coming up in the show, and they're all upside down. And people were like, was this a botch? No, this was intentional. Well, the thing that sort of, I think, also, because at first I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, these idiots. But then when you listen, like the Firefly Funhouse theme was still running, and then that played heavily at the very end of the show. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are like, look at that. And then, uh, as soon as I mean, if you had any doubt, as soon as Renee commented on it, mm-hmm. like if it's a mess up, the commentary's not going to say anything. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. They're so they're so like on the fly these days with commentary. The like, way the way the you way you could she tell, said it, like, you could tell, like there there that was one tell about uh, about Vince not being there last night. Yeah, they all seemed a lot looser. They did. They seemed way more loose. Yeah, Renee seemed more herself. Mm-hmm, yeah. To, oh, someone's feeding me lines. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. The the graphics upside down. The way R- Renee reacted is like, have these been upside down the whole time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Totally. Totally purposeful. Because WWE just got turned upside down by the fiend. Yeah. Uh, next, we see Braun walking backstage. Charlie comes up to interview him. Um. And she's like, Well, how are you going to respond to what happened last night? And he goes, Well, I'm going to respond. I'm going to go out there, and whoever gets to the ring next is going to get these hands. 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 Yeah. So what happens next is a tag team summit. First, we get the Raw tag team champs, Rudolph, down to the ring. Mm-hmm. Then the Revival. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like, hey, we're both champs, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Don't you... Mm. Who's the... Uh, it's uh, uh, Scott Dawson. He's the one with the beard, right? Well, they both have beards. He's the bald guy, right? Yes. He's got the best swagger to his music, to their music. 
it's so low key, but it's so there. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking love those guys. Anyways, yeah, they're like, it's like we're both champs, but Spider Man meme, like, you? No, but hey, whoa. but it's like, hey, let's both celebrate. This is the summit. Let's both celebrate both champs. Yeah. But you know, like we are like we're we're obviously the alpha dogs here, right. and then. But before the summit could commence, uh, well, Bob Rue grabbed the mic and started talking. Oh, that's right, he dropped a promo. There are a couple of awkward pauses there, it's, which is weird because he's really good on the mic. Like, yeah, no. in Impact, he was really, really in good on NXT, the mic. He was awesome. And then, like, he'll pause for like a little too long. I noticed during his promo, maybe he's just getting back in the swing of things. He's just trying to remember lines, man. That could be too. It's probably tough. Anyways, uh, so he drops his promo, or maybe he doesn't have any lines, and he's like, "Oh man, I don't have a script to work off now." Man, let's get back in my they old. They keep missing. They keep my, on my old mode of operation. They keep changing everything on me. I know. So, anyways, yeah, he drops in, and then Braun comes out. He just lays everybody. Yeah, out. the revival meet him out in the ringside area he, to attack him. He lays him out. Mm-hmm. Gets in the ring. He lays out. Clears the ring of uh, Rude and Dolph. Yeah. Is so, he going with the tactiles again by himself? So Braun, all four of them, yeah. Braun uh, buries the. That's how they sort of make up for him losing to Seth. They just have him bury the tag division right yeah, there. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, that was fine. And then next, uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross backstage drink some coffee. I hate these things. These, these, This is what I'm talking about. I hate this stuff. Yeah. Who, dude, when, when you and I are sitting here drinking coffee, like in our in the afternoon or soaking down some Red Bulls. Do we ever stand here like this? No. We don't. Who no. does this? Nobody. Nobody does that. Like at least they have them walking down the hallway or something. So at least right, when they're standing, stuff. when they're standing next to each other talking, it's naturally blocked instead of them just standing next to each other, kind of like that, sipping on coffee uh, without any motivation, because no one really sits next to each other like that and talks. Yeah. Usually, if you're gonna sit next, sit with somebody and talk to them, you're gonna sit across from each other. It's generally how it happens. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't stand that stuff. Oh, I was getting back to the summit. Just a real quick thing. I do appreciate. I hope this actually becomes kind of a running joke that whenever they announce a summit, a summit never actually happens. Yeah. Because it's the second time. We don't actually know yeah. what a summit entails. It's true. It's true. I don't know what a summit is, man. Most of people getting together and talking. Well, I know what a summit is, but in the context of what a thing. pro wrestling Generally, summit is. Generally, when any time situation where people get together and talk in wrestling, violence ensues. Yeah. That's a vi- violence is not supposed to be the hallmark of a summit. No. Generally, summits are, are, are held to put an end to violence. That's why it's hilarious. In a political sense, you That's know? That's why it's hilarious. Or at least some sort of discord. You, you have a summit essentially to make peace, to w- have talks. WWE needs their own Camp David. Yes. Like the McMahon. So sorry, to make peace or keep the peace. The That's why you have the summit. The McManor. Um, the McManor at Ms. Camp Vince. Ms. McMahon's McManor. Camp, Camp WWE, I guess. Camp WWE. Yeah, yeah. That's already a show. It's all has to be animated. I guess so. So, yeah, uh, Alexa and Nikki, they were talking about Sasha and Bailey pretty much. I mean, the funny thing is these two actually have pretty decent chemistry. I know. But I don't care who it is. If you if you have awkward, stilted dialogue, this came off completely as written, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, it just, it's not good. No. It's not good. No. After that, we had the OC versus Cedric and the War Raiders. This was fun. Um, feel bad for Hanson after taking that rough bump off the top rope during that senton and and he, and he seemed like he landed around his hip right in the, on the ringside mats that looked rough yeah usually like i mean he's a big dude so nobody wants to get under that but at the same time like hansen or row row uh got his hands out a little bit but it's just it was like paper well you can't nothing. just you can't just use hands <laughs> you can't use you gotta get a body in the way yeah but who's gonna put there like it should have been luke should have been gallows put that giant body of yours in the way man do something this 300-pounder just came crashing down Basically, on his poor hips. Yeah, hips for, hip first on the mat. That sucks. Ow. Ow. Uh, anyways, uh, AJ eventually got the pin on Cedric after phenomenal form. That's two two shows, two nights in a row Cedric's took a pin at the hands of AJ. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Huh? Christian Burden here mentions the Shield Summit. Uh, that actually happened. Was that actually called the Summit? So that went, well, that's when Roman came back, right? I have no, I honestly and don't In the remember. following week where they all got in the ring to start the show and kind of say, all right, we're all good, we're all good. All was right, that we're going a separate ways. Was that officially declared a summit? I don't recall. Me neither, but Christian thinks it was, so maybe that's a thing. Because we've had two tag team summits, right? And they're supposed to be the summit between Joe and Roman Reigns, which obviously didn't happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, at least in the last year, if you call a summit, it's going to go south. I hope so. I, I want that to be the joke. Yeah. Because people complain, ah, oh, nobody wants a summit. Nobody wants a summit. That's the funny part about it. I know. And WWE summits lead to violence as opposed to preventing. <laughs> Resolve them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so after the match, AJ starts kicking Cedric Alexander. War Raiders get back in the ring to make the save. 
Uh, then the OC comes in to even the odds. There's a brawl outside, and that's when Hanson hits that senton off the top rope. Ow. Um, meanwhile, Cedric's in the ring. In the background, you see AJ try to sneak on the top rope. Cedric sees him, knocks him off the top turnbuckle, lays into AJ with a bunch of right hands, goes for a Frankensteiner. AJ catches it, hits the Styles Clash off the second rope. Yeah, it was good stuff. Now, according to Dave Meltzer, oh, the, uh, the Wrestling Observer... Vince made the call to completely bury Cedric Alexander. So that feels like something. I'm going to go out on a limb here before you say what you're going to say. I'm going to call BS on this. Oh, totally. Completely. He's been wrong about a bunch of stuff lately. Shane McMahon and the reason why he wasn't on TV, Dave Meltzer did not know he had jury duty. Seemingly everybody else did. Yeah. Um, there's been other things that he's been so wrong about. Is I this, think this is one of them, is man. Is this another situation where... Dave's not keeping up with other information going on out there, and that's a speculation. Or is he, this he, he, no? It was verbatim. It was I was told. No, oh. I was told last night, and I, I lit. I do not believe it. No, I don't believe it. I don't think Cedric. I think, and I know you. You sort of expressed some some uh, I don't know pessimism this morning about Cedric Alexander taking that pin yesterday, but I I think it's story. Oh, I think I'm it's sure story. it is story. It's it's, it's which will which will lead to Cedric getting getting his comeuppance and probably the U.S. title. I believe that's the case. Yeah, I, I hope that's the case. We've heard could be wrong all over the place that that Heyman is really high on Cedric for good reason because Cedric's awesome, and I really want to see Cedric succeed in the main roster. And I didn't expect him to win at Clash of Champions, mm -hmm. but you thought just in terms of wrestling booking, you would think, all right, Cedric lost last night, and maybe it's just Heyman subverting our expectations. Cedric lost last night. He would, uh, at least his team would get the win tonight. Not necessarily that he would have to pin AJ again, because he got a pin over AJ a couple weeks back. Um, but at least his team would win, and he'd play a role in that. Uh, and then afterwards, if AJ lays him on the Stas Clash, so be it. It continues things going. But every the worry is every time Cedric eats a pin at AJ's hands, it lessens his claim to have any more matches against him. Yeah, but you know when they put a match like this together, and then we saw how this ended up. I mean, yeah. Does it? It 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 keeps their story going. Um, I mean, it could be the kind of thing where he comes out and says, you know, I just need one last opportunity. I need this. I need that, or whatever. Like they can they well, can write it as out, long as they keep him he, in the scene. If he comes out and says, I don't care about titles. I just want to get my hands on Styles. Yeah, which was the story of their match last night. He yeah. just wanted to get his hands on yeah. Styles. Well, it was on the Raw last week too. And they even mentioned, yeah, exactly. And they even mentioned um, last night. Uh, the way the match started, they said, you know, that was his game plan also against AJ last night. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping this is going to be a story where he has to figure, because AJ, they really push as like one of the best on the planet. Yeah. And if they if they push that story, how is he going to figure out AJ Styles? And there's something really good there. Um, for all I know, look, for all I know, I could be reading this completely wrong and this is, you know, but look, EC3 is a burial. Yeah. That's an action. That's a burial. This dude is on TV mixing it up with AJ Styles mm -hmm. and team with the War Raiders. Yeah. I find it very difficult to believe that this is. Yeah, a, this I saw is that this burial. morning and I rolled my eyes at it. Yeah. I thought this is ridiculous. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, next, our truth and Carmella are at the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame in Knoxville, Tennessee. Truth is uh, very confused by the giant basketball. There's a giant basketball. He says it weighs X number of pounds or kilograms. How's anybody dribbling it up there? Yeah. And then uh, uh, Kane. Mayor of Knox Whoa, County. No, no. Sorry, sorry, Glenn Jacobs. The mayor of Knox County, Glenn Jacobs, showed up. Yeah. And it's like, hey, welcome to the Women's uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. Um, can't, uh, we got to mention also Pat Summit, former coach, University of Tennessee, there in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Eight national championships, I believe. Yeah. Um, Didn't they go undefeated for like two seasons? I think you're talking about UConn. Oh, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, UConn like went several seasons, oh, I think, my undefeated. Gosh. Yeah. Um, although Tennessee might have done it too. I'm not no, you're, you're right. Is, that's is what I'm with Pat about. Summit to run in the 80s and 90s. Um, and so uh, Glenn Jacobs says, "Hey, let's go. I'll, I got a limo waiting outside. Um, let's take it. I'll, t- I'll give you a tour of Knoxville, Tennessee." I'm very happy. Well, at least on on Wikipedia, um, the the actual entry for the the, the rain of 24-7 champion, which we'll get to later, mm-hmm. is actually Glenn Jacobs, and it's not just Kane. Oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah, Mayor Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> That's great. That's terrific. Good. I'm happy when people are I hope I hope WWE do. officially recognizes it as Mayor Glenn yes, Jacobs. Yes, that'd be great. That'd be great. So our truth is like, hey, how tall were some of those players? They got to be 40 feet tall, dribble the ball. Of course, he's talking about the giant basketball at the top of the mm-hmm. at the top of the Hall of Fame. And, he, and Glenn Jacobs just goes, yeah, they're pretty tall. Mm-hmm. And then our truth refers to Glenn Jacobs as Larry Bird, and then after uh, <laughs> he calls him Magic first. Yeah, 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 yeah Magic and Larry Bird, and then after uh, Kane, Mayor Kane. Um, so they got a limo out there. Our uh, truth says, oh, "Are you the president? There, do you have Secret Service with you?" It's pretty funny stuff. So they all leave. Next, King of the Ring Finals: Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable. Man. Man, this is a heck of a match. Baron Corbin put on some great matches. This is, I mean, I think people are going to look back at this. I mean, maybe because it wasn't on pay per view, maybe I don't know, but I think people can rightfully look at this as sort of a turning point for Baron Corbin, which is the best kind of King of the Ring. Yeah, that's the best. Well, I never at no point ever picked Baron Ashley win. No, no, did say I did say he'd be the most fun person to win King of the Ring, and I think tonight during his coronation on SmackDown. That's gonna be proven true. Yeah, it should be fun. Like when he when he dropped his promo two weeks ago. That was great. While wearing the he did he did com- we have to remember this moment though he did completely destroy the math. Yeah. Like apparently now it's the more you touch the throne, the cape, the crown, the scepter, and the more like you can actually cut your King of the Ring promo, uh, and still before King- winning King of the Ring, like they photoshopped that. It's amazing. That's awful. That's great. Awful. Yeah, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. So yeah, his coronation is tonight on SmackDown. Yep. We'll talk about. We'll see what we'll see what the SmackDown preview has to say. About we that will. Later. We will. We will. Yeah, Corbin really. Uh, I mean, Chad Gable really brought out the best in Baron. Oh Corbin. heck yeah! We saw that in the last match. Who did he? Uh, oh, it was a triple threat. That was really fun. Too. Yeah, with Smojo and Ricochet. Yeah. So uh, early on, Chad Gable tries to uh, rely on his technique, his technical skill to gain the advantage, um, and then Baron. Uh, just responds generally with brute force. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the, the the technical wrestler that Chad Gable is, and to try to be. Right, he's throwing forearms, so on and so forth. Uh, right before a commercial break, they're ringside. Baron backdrops Chad Gable into an office chair in the timekeeper area. That looks like it would hurt. Yeah, it did. It yeah. There's no way to no way to make that look better because that no. looked like it hurt yeah I mean I guess small your back goes across the arm of the chair good, in your... good thing it wasn't a steel chair I guess I know I mean there's some plushness to the chair to the armor by the way I am on I am on chair watch right now because uh, I'm supposed to get my chair stop farting in delivered my chair. today so yeah I've I have farted my last hole into your chair 
Hopefully. Assuming it shows up and I actually build the thing in a timely fashion. I don't we'll know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll burn some more in there you probably later will. on today. You probably will because I'm going to go home and make lunch. You're, probably just, you're basically probably just going to crap in it. Anyways, we're back from commercial and Chad Gill beats a 10 count. He gets back in the ring. Uh, Gable tries to make a comeback with form and the Baron responds with a massive boot and starts talking trash. Baron has improved his trash talk in the ring a lot. He keeps on yelling, you got no chance. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good at interacting with the crowd as well. He's very comfortable in there. Even just his... Yeah, I know. It's really good. You can tell there's so much behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, Baron's punching uh, Gable in the corner, uh, and then Gable grabs his fist during one of the punches and puts him in a triangle, kind of like draping over the ropes. Uh, and then Baron just powers him up for a powerbomb, but only gets a two-count. That, like, that spot right there is pretty much the story of the match in one little sequence. Yeah, uh, Gable or... Baron's doing some forearms to Gable. Gable reverses a form attempt into an ankle lock. That was a really cool spot. That was a really good spot. Yeah. Um, Grape finds the leg. Baron struggles to... Oh, sorry. Before that, Baron struggles to free his foot. They're like jockeying for position over the foot. Oh, eventually does. This is when he actually gets it in. Sorry. Uh, and then charges after Gable. Uh, uh, Corbin runs into the ring post. Chad follows with a missile drop kick. Pretty cool stuff. Um, then Gable hits three flip kicks, goes for a fourth. Baron catches him, hits a power slam for two. Uh, and then Baron starts tossing Chad Gable around ringside into the barricade several times, charges it towards him. Uh, Chad moves. Baron rams himself in the ring steps, but he beats the Ted count. Back in the ring, Gable starts working Corbin's leg, yells at Baron, you're my size now, while Baron's in front of Gable on his knees pretty much. That's good stuff. It is. Uh, though Baron hits a deep six, gets a two count. Uh, Gable uh, hits his chaos theory that rolling German suplex, which is awesome. Yeah, it's really great. Goes for a moonsault. Baron avoids it. Corbin goes for end, end of days. Chad escapes, puts on the ankle lock, and this is where Baron is trying to fight it off. When, he, when uh, Chad Grape find the leg, Baron eventually gets the ropes. And shortly after that, Baron hits a tilt-to-whirl end of days pretty much for the win. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, it was really good stuff. And then, it's, like you said, this coronation is going to be tonight. So oh, that should be, be a lot of fun. Next level stuff. Who's going to interrupt this coronation, Larson? Anybody? I mean, there's so many people that probably could. I don't think anybody likes Baron. But he didn't cheat. He didn't cheat in any of these matches. He won. No, well, I, I mean, he. You could say Ricochet, maybe. Because mm. Ricochet should have won that match. Mm-hmm. It's not for Baron. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That would involve Ricochet showing up on SmackDown, which hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, after that, we had a Street Profits promo. They are at a gender reveal. Is this when the gender reveal thing happened? Oh, it's yeah. the tease for it. It's when yeah. they're, they're announcing their gender, gender I reveal I do love they had, a, they had a wonderful little lower graphic to advertise this right before it happened. It was like Maria and then two, a pink balloon and a blue balloon, and each had a Street Profit head on it. <laughs> that was good. It seemed the whole the whole show seemed fun. Yeah, it did last night. Like it seemed like the people doing it were having it fun. Like they were having fun. So, anyways, uh, that brings us to the gender reveal party uh, in attendance. Beyond, of course, the Street Profits hosting it. Maria Canellis and Mike Canellis uh, were uh, ricochet. Well, this is the great what? thing. It was the losers' locker room. So it was Titus, Heath Slater, uh, uh, Ryder, and Hawkins. Ryder and Hawkins, <laughs> and then Ricochet. Which is hilarious because Ricochet is a big, big star. Yeah. And you get the feeling that he's got better things to do. Absolutely. But he seemed like he was just there to enjoy the camaraderie. I know. And he might have actually been anticipating the, the gender reveal. Maybe he's friends with Mike Canellis. That we could be. We hey, well, not for long, not though. Not for long. Because uh, Maria walks in and says, mm-hmm. it's a boy. Uh-huh. And then uh, she says, oh, there's something else. Rich. No, no, no. She Sorry. says, she says, Mike, you don't really know who the father is. The father is Ricochet. Yeah. And she says it with such amazing comedic, it was comedic great. timing. And the Ricochet's response was great, too. It's like, <laughs> no, 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 it's not me. I would never. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I, would, I wouldn't ever do. <laughs> no, I, w- I would. But I wouldn't. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. Not that I wouldn't do. But, I mean, no, I wouldn't. Mike, no, you know me. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was very well executed. Yeah. And it was poor Ricochet. I know. He's just, he's just there trying to like support. His friend. <laughs> so Mike steps up to Ricochet, slaps him, says, get down to the ring. We're yeah. fighting now. 
and Ricochet just kind of sighs, and then <laughs> Titus was like, "You, you got this man's uh, wife pregnant, and you're, he challenged you to fight. You better get out to that ring." <laughs> and so Ricochet's like, "All right, I'll go to the ring." And Angelo was like, "Woo, I was worried that Maria's gonna say that I was the dad." Yeah, yeah. And Montez is. He was like, yeah, what are they going to do to have a Maria Canals, uh, Maria on a pole match? And then he said, Maria on a pole. That's how we got here in the first place. <laughs> that was good stuff. Anyways, that lo- uh, led to, of course, Mike Canales versus Ricochet. Lots of people fighting in their street clothes today. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike is down there, takes off his shirt. He's in, he's in his street clothes. Ricochet's got his ring gear on. Yeah. Um, maybe, that was, maybe that was a decisive factor. This is a very fast match. Well, like, Ricochet's like, I don't want I don't, I to fight you. Yeah. It's not me. Let's not fight. I know you. We're friends. Let's not fight. We don't need to do this. And then uh, uh, until Mike clocks him, knocks him down, lays some boots on him, uh, Ricochet eventually gets up, hits a ricochet, hits all his offense, hits a recoil for the win. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> even afterwards, like he's like, maybe four minutes. I'm sorry. It's not me. Yeah. And he just leaves. Yeah. Ricochet's performance is actually pretty damn believable. It was. No, it was very good. It was very good. He was. It was perfect. Uh, a couple... New shirt sticker packs, fifth anniversary shirt sticker packs. Ryan Spencer, James Blankenship, and Mark Nico. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you thank get you, it right you, now at Friendo Market. You, you, you. FriendoMarket.com. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, and then we got Firefly Funhouse where yes. Bray's shown off the wall of friendship as everybody else he's laid out with uh, red X's over their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like sad faces. Yeah. They all had like sad faces and drawn on them. He's like, you know, this is all the friends I've made. Maybe I should go out in uh, time to find some more friends. Make a new friend. Yeah. Uh, we come back. Maria's on the ramp. She says, obviously. Oh, she says, I want to know what's going to take to motivate you, Mike. Even, even knowing that you're not the father wasn't enough. And then, uh, wait, was it during that match or was it during the Rusev laying him out that, oh, okay, it was during the Rusev thing. It's your notes. Um, oh yeah. So, so yeah, she says Ricochet isn't the father, but now I'm gonna tell you who the real father is. Handsome Rusev. Handsome Rusev. Svelte Rusev. Yeah, man. Trim Rusev. No sign of Lana. No. That'll be interesting well, if they reintroduce he, I don't her. Think to he's the, actually, he's actually the father. No, I don't think he is either. However, I am curious to see how they introduce Lana. I am very curious about how this storyline is gonna play out. Mm-hmm. I am very much looking forward to it. I think that. Uh, Mike and Maria obviously are having so much fun with it. I don't get the sense from either of them. Number one, if you look at their social media, they're so open about yeah. the fact that this is all fake in anyways. Yeah, yeah, um, So it's not like they're cucking them out on Instagram. No. Um, but they honestly seem like Mike is doing, like when he was sitting there on the apron and she was talking about all this stuff, like he was trying his darndest to bring tears yeah. in the most cartoonish fashion possible. I he know. didn't manage to do it. No. But... He's giving it his all. Yeah, and she is too. And she is too. And it's fairly entertaining stuff. So uh, Rusev comes down to the ring and uh, Mike has a microphone and says, you know what? I've had a really bad day, a really bad night. At this point, if you're the dad, whatever, congratulations to you. I'm okay with it. And he tries to leave. <laughs> yeah. And then Rusev chases him down to first blocks him. And he's like, all right, go ahead and go. Yeah. Now chases him down some more and lays him out with a clothesline. And that's when Corey calls Mike a... Uh, what do you call him? He's a beta cuck. <laughs> the crowd oddly was dead for this, though. I know. The crowd was... Compl- maybe it was because like the king... like They were hot for the king of the yeah, ring finals. Um, but they were pretty dead for this. They, I mean, there was there was... At first, a Rusev Day chant, but then even that died. Yeah. I think because they want to see Rusev, like, doing fun stuff. Not Like, everybody feels for Mike. Like, this is a bummer for Mike Kanellis. Mm-hmm. And he's playing it up so well. And it just that's pathetic. That's fine. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, Rusev uh, drops him with a, a Machka kick. And then... Uh, yeah, he, the bell rang. It was an actual match. Oh, that was an actual match. Yeah. That's odd. Okay, because Mike was tapping, the bell rang. The bell match. actually and rang. Commentary was surprised with an actual match. Okay, I wonder if they just rang the. Maybe sometimes they just ring the bell to like get some people out to stop this. Maybe because come on now, we have a show to run here. Maybe uh, next, Kane's given our truth the tour of the University of Tennessee Stadium. Um, introduce him to a local law enforcement official mm-hmm. that he, uh, Kane says that he appointed, and our truth like appointed. And uh, uh, he said, "Are you a real cop or a RoboCop?" Yeah, that was funny. 
And then uh, Kane's like, uh, well, he's a, he's, a, he's a referee. And so he takes off his police uniform, the shirt at least. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Archie was like, yeah, I got to get going. Uh, see you later, RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Turns around and runs and runs right into the goalpost. <laughs> Mayor Glenn Jacobs hops right on there for the cover. He wins new 24-7 champion. And great. Kane shouts out, I still got it. I still got it. <laughs> uh, announcement made, Baron's coronation tonight on SmackDown Live. That's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Next, Rey Mysterio versus Cesaro. Cesaro comes out, says, uh, your son should have just not convinced you to unretire. You should have stayed retired. But now that you're in here, I'm going to... Uh, I said, I, I'm, I can't wait till Dominic's a WWE because then I get to beat him up like I'm about to come beat you up. I don't get it. He was just in NXT UK. He could have like he could have done it then. Yeah, I know. Walter's in the main event. He knew Walter, exactly yeah, where Walter he was. Yeah, Walter's in the main event. Rey Mysterio's exactly son, was. Walter. Anyway, Cesaro had like a, a nice little outfit on. That jacket looked cool. Yeah, he looked really neat. Yeah, he had some cool uh, black pants some and some aviators. Yeah, he had some. Uh, I looked up those shoes. So I thought they looked they? pretty neat. The red and yeah. black ones. The Reebok Nano Nines are like CrossFit shoes. Ooh. He's huge into the CrossFit. You know, he likes CrossFit. Yeah, so that's why I thought he was like his luggage got lost or something. He was wearing his gym shoes and just the outfit he had on. Mm-hmm. It's always possible. Anyways, so uh, Cesaro tries to get in the ring. Ray hits him with a drop kick right away. Um, ref separates him. Cesaro's taking his jacket off, and the rest like, are you good to start? And Cesaro's like, yeah, yeah, puts his mouthpiece in, hits Ray with a massive uppercut right mm-hmm. as the bell rings. Um, fun match, though. Yeah. yeah, no, it was no, it was really fun. Ray really hitting a this. suicide dive, tornado DDT to the floor. Um, Cesaro catching a 619. Transition to that gorilla press, military press GTS he does. He's so strong. It's great. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, Cesaro tries to do uh, three amigos. Ray reverses the last one to Rana. Hits a six one nine. He goes to the top. Uh, Cesaro catches him, holds him up for like a power bomb. But then Ray reverses into like a destroyer bomb, sunset flip. And he bomb got for the, the win, win on that. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Like he doesn't usually. That's not his finish. No. Um, but I like that. You can sort of piece it together. He had a six one nine right before that, mm-hmm. and then boom. That's good stuff. It is good stuff. After that, Firefly Funhouse, where Bray is hanging a picture of Seth on the wall of friendship, and he has his eyes crossed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had we talked about this a little bit, but it was an AOP promo. It was very simply done. They weren't wearing their goofy SWAT gear. They were in suits. They were wearing suits. Some people have uh, pointed out um, sort of a similarity between this, and there were uh, a pair of uh, twins on Breaking Bad. <clears throat> and I'll be honest with you, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, but I kind of remember the visual, and it did sort of look similar to that. Um, I forget where is uh, one of them is one's Armenian, I think, and the other one is uh, from India. Is that what it is? Yes. Akam. Okay, let's try this. E M. Uh, or Akam? Yeah, with the M. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, it is Akam. There you go. I think he's the one that's. No, he's born in Canada. Okay, but oh, okay. Build from he's built from India, so maybe his parents or something. Yeah, I think he's a that sounds right. Indian descent. Um, and then Rizar is yeah Armenian. Armenian. Yeah. Um, and so they were each speaking their their language. Yeah. And uh, and it was subtitled. It was great. Oh, dude, I loved it. I freaking loved it. It was great. And they were just saying that you know a lot of people notice that we haven't had a match or we haven't been on TV. Uh, since uh, WrestleMania, and guess what? It's because we haven't had a match since then. Nobody wants to fight us. We had to leave MMA because nobody wanted to fight us there. Um, Now we're here and no one wants to fight us. The tag division is soft. No one here is man enough to step up to us. Mm -hmm. What was the punchline? There was like sort of a punctuating moment where one of them laughed. It was the the end bit. Oh, before the end bit where they said the the future of the tag division be written in pain. That was kind of like the final line. Yeah. But there did seem like a really natural little bit where they kind of made each other... Yeah. Kind of did an evil chuckle. Yeah. Boy, it was so natural. It was, it was so really perfect. Natural, I know. Man, it was perfect. Yeah, it was good. Kind of curious as to what the what the origin of that particular creative was, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had the tag match, Sasha and Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, this was a fun match. Uh, I, I do kind of wonder if we're going to get a two-man power trip here, though. Yes. Yes, that would be interesting. Feel, it kind of just like feel that, that way. Because yeah. I kind of feel like the story now isn't 
or even before this, that Sasha is not going to be the one that takes the belt off Becky. You kind of feel like Sasha is going to be the one that takes that belt off Bailey. That could be. That could be. Do you think they're going to be tag champions before that, though? Maybe, yeah. They're talking about it a lot, and this is definitely... That's definitely, I mean, I know that Seth and the Fiend is out there, but man, they're giving a lot of time to this mm-hmm. four horsewomen stuff. And I mean, if it's not one A, it's definitely one B. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, uh, Alexa hits. She has a really good destroyer bomb. Alexa does so she does that at the corner. Mm-hmm. She did that on Bailey gets a two count. Sasha pulls Bailey out of the ring. This is actually towards the end. Um, and then Bailey, or sorry, Bliss takes them both out with the somersault sent on off the apron, and she sells knee injury after that. Mm-hmm. She banged up her own knee. So Sasha and Nikki Cross were legal in the ring. Oh, Rizar is Albanian, not Armenian. Oh, sorry. That's what I thought. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and then, uh, so Bailey tosses Alexa knee first into the ring steps and then slams her knee against the ring steps. Again, uh, again, little little hints of full heel Bailey. Mm-hmm. Even on the entrance then, she was like, tell people in the crowd, hey, you want to see the tube dudes? You want to see them? All right, there you go. Tube guys go off. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, man. It's so like it's 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 better than her just being straight up. I know a bad guy. You know? I know she's just kind of a dick a little I bit. Know. You know? I know it's way better. There's an evolution. So uh, during commercial break, Alexa Bliss is taken to the locker room. So Nikki has to face Sasha and Bailey herself, and she actually does a really good job of it for quite a long time. Fends them off for a while. Uh, she even hits her finish on Bailey. Sasha comes in and breaks up the pin. Eventually, though, she gets put in the bank statement and taps. So uh, Sasha leaves after winning the match. She walks down to the timekeeper area to get a chair. In the background, you see Bailey laying on her back, selling the finish, putting double thumbs up. up. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Yeah. So Sasha grabs the chair, goes in the ring, about to take it to Nikki. Out comes Becky with a chair of her own. They're in the ring dueling chairs. That was kind of silly. That was kind of silly. <laughs> And then Bailey comes in the ring with a chair of her own, so there's a bit of a stare down. Charlotte comes out with some massive heels on, mm-hmm. and then Bailey runs off the ramp, and Charlotte just has to really watch her steps before getting that boot up. Yeah, to lay out Bailey. That is not easy. No, I mean that is. I would imagine it's not easy. I've never. I think maybe like once as a goof, I tried to put on some heels. Um, but if I recall correctly, I was like, how do how does anybody like whenever Lacey wears them, I'm like. Why? It's basically impossible. Just, yeah. Like walking around, it. that was crazy. I don't get it. So then uh, Charlotte takes a chair to Bailey, back in the ring. Becky gets the upper hand, nails Sasha with the chair. Sasha gets out of there. Her and Bailey kind of stare into the ring as Charlotte gets in and joins Becky. Uh, come back from commercials. Sasha drops a promo from the locker room. <clears throat> crowd went crazy for Charlotte, room. For yeah. Charlotte's music, too. Um, she wants a match against Becky at Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. We got to the front of the arena. Kane arrives in his limo. R-Truth is on top of the limousine. So the car parks. Kane gets out. Uh, Truth rolls up Kane for the win. Uh, Kane grabs Truth by the throat like he's going to choke slam him. Well, that was the great bit because he, up until that moment, he was firmly Mayor Glenn Jacobs, and then Kane started to emerge. He goes for the choke yeah. slam. Yeah, and then R-Truth is like, hey, this, this, being this champ is, is like you. It's like your job. It's 24-7. <laughs> This whole thing is just a political ad for Glenn Jacobs. It's amazing. It's just like your job. You're working 24-7. See, if you've you got this title, you can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. And Glenn, thinking of his constituents, yep. released the hold. He's like, all right, you're right. And they walk into the <laughs> arena together. It was really well done. Yeah. We come back. Becky has a promo now. She says she wants to destroy Sasha, not at Hell in a Cell, but inside Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's cool. That's going to be good, man. It's going to be really good. Becky's never been inside, inside Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Sasha has. Mm-hmm. She has the advantage. Uh, let's see here. After that, we had a quick match between Lacey Evans and Dana Brooke. This was pretty good, though. This was good. Dana Brooke, all those main events against uh, Sarah, Sarah Logan, Logan on main event have paid off. Yeah. Um, she, for a, a, a large chunk of this six-minute match, uh, she was getting the best of Lacey Evans. Yeah. And Lacey Evans, as she does lately, just sort of turns it around. Yeah, hits a woman's right, takes her handkerchief out, pats down her face. Uh, puts Dana in a sharpshooter. Dana mm-hmm. taps. Yeah. And then as Lacey Evans is leaving, a fan reaches out and pats her on the shoulder. And she recoils in disgust, which is totally in character. But, like, man, listen. Nobody wants you touching them. Keep your hands to yourself. Nobody wants you to. I know it's just a shoulder pat. I get that. Nobody wants you touching them. That dude yesterday is going to learn that. 
if if Sasha actually does or a Clash of Champions two days yeah. ago, if she does actually pursue legal options, yeah, yeah, nobody stop touching people. If they fall into you and you have to brace them or something, that's cool. If they're coming by and you want to put your hand out so they can do this, yeah, great. They they're the, they have to be the ones to instigate. What is this? That, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Just be cool, people. Come on, man. Just be cool. Uh, finally, main event: Seth versus uh, Robert Roode. Uh, fun enough match. Good enough match. Three years ago, when Bob or whatever it was, four years ago, when Bob Roode signed NXT, we think, "Oh, this is a dream match." Here, mm-hmm. we're getting it with main event of a Raw, which is cool that Bob Roode's main event of Raw. I know it's awesome. I just wish the circumstances. I get, I know Bob Roode is tag champ stuff, but it'd be great if. This was like something like a precursor to Bob Roode going with the main event scene. Yeah, I know. But it's not. I know. This should be like, you know, hot on the uh, upper mid-card intercontinental champion Bob Roode. I know. You know. I know. Vicious heel Bob Roode. I know. It's not that, though. Uh, fun enough match, though. Uh, Seth kept having to deal with Dolph uh, getting involved. Eventually, he super kicked him to kind of take him out of the equation. Comes back in. He hits a stomp on Roode. Dolph runs in, breaks up the pin. Ref calls for the bell. Um, so Rudolph stomping away on Seth. OC runs down the ring. They join the action. Yeah. So you got you got a five on one situation. Uh, the OC drops Seth with the Magic Killer. AJ hits the Styles Clash. More of a beatdown. Dolph hits the super kick. King comes to the ring that makes the save. He clears the ring of all the heels. Then the lights go down. Sound go- starts going a little funny. The fiends in the ring creeping behind Kane. Kane does a slow turnaround. He knows exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, he eats a mandible claw. Um, uh, and then Seth, the whole time, like, he just got the heck beaten out of him. He's in the corner trying to kind of like pull himself up. And then the fiend just kind of crawls over to him. Yeah. Kind of lingers in his face. It's on his grill. And Seth's freaking out. Yeah, there was a great, like, Seth actually acted as pretty great. Like, he did, there was one moment where his eyes sort of. Mm-hmm. Went super open, like, oh, my God, this guy's going to totally, like, mm-hmm. bite my face off or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was a really cool little moment. There. It was cool. So would you like to do a SmackDown sure. preview, Mr. Lee? Sure. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's see here. I'll start. The New Day meet Randy Orton and the Revival in six-man tag team match. Clash of... Wait, hold on a second. Hmm? Wow, there's a lot of these. One, two, there's five. Yeah, usually there's only three wow. things. Clash of Champions provided extreme highs and extreme lows for the New Day as Kofi Kingston vanquished the man who spent the last 10 years trying to keep him down. But Xavier Woods and Big E suffered through the brutal loss of the SmackDown tag team titles to the Revival. And then it points out a Kofi tweet. Mm-hmm. Bittersweet feeling tonight at Clash of Champions. We came up short, but we also succeeded in around here. We take what we can get. Won't be long until we're back at full force. In the meantime, I don't want to hear anything from Randy Orton anymore. He's got to face him in a six-man tag match. Too. Hashtag, we still champ. <clears throat> the preview continues. Isn't this the best right here? Look at that, Look at that picture of Baron Corbin. That's the best. <laughs> that is a really good picture. That really should have just been our thumbnail today. I know. It's not too late. The Revival were delighted to wipe the proverbial pancake batter off the titles, but the New Day are intent on proving the value and the power of positivity. Now the rivalry reignites as the New Day meet Randy Orton and the Revival in a six-man tag team match. King Corbin ready for his coronation. All hail King Corbin. No, yeah. Yeah, Baron Corbin remained confident throughout King of Ring Tournament, foreshadowing Brain eventually by donning crown after winning each of matchups on SmackDown Live. Official becomes it, and the coronation of Baron Corbin takes place following defeat of... Shorty G, Chad Gable. Shorty G. Will Corbin begin his rule with a modest celebration? <laughs> or will a lone wolf deliver the pomp? Circumstance fit for true royalty. Good stuff. Uh, next, Eric Rowan sits down for interview after Clash of Champions reunion. Eric Rowan is his own man, but apparently he isn't above taking a little help from a friend. As Roman Reigns appeared to grab the upper hand in their vicious no disqualification match, Luke Harper emerged from the crowd to halt the big dog's charge towards Rowan. The mastermind behind the Reigns' attacks secured the victory, but left plenty still to be resolved. Eric Rowan has agreed to a sit-down interview on SmackDown Live to attempt to answer these questions and bring some clarity to the ongoing hostilities with Reigns. 
Shane McMahon to address firing of Kevin Owens. With Elias forced to withdraw due to injury, Shane McMahon stepped up to face Chad Gable in the King of the Ring semifinals. With Shane O'Mac's promise of lifting Kevin Owens' $100,000 fine, KO accepted McMahon's proposal to assume the role of special guest referee for the match. Despite Owens' audible to a two-out-of-three falls match following the... Well, it wasn't Owens' audible. Shane declared that. Uh, early Gable roll-up, the best in the world, couldn't overcome a vicious ankle lock and tapped out. Following the match... Furious McMahon blindsided Owens and shockingly fired the former Universal Champion. Shock. Ooh, did you see that? He said, it said shockingly. Shocking. It was shocking shock, to the system, system. Of, of SmackDown. Well, McMahon rescinded the decision and gave Owens another shot at supporting his family, or have we finally reached the end of the road for KO? Uh, next, will Bailey's dirty victory over Charlotte Flair catch up to her? As you read this, Bailey may still be running. The SmackDown Women's Champion retained her title by stripping the pad and sending Charlotte Flair headfirst into the exposed turnbuckle. Immediately after clinching the win, Bailey grabbed her title and sprinted out of the ring and up the ramp with no intentions of entertaining the Queen's reaction. Will Bailey's questionable tactics come full circle on SmackDown Live? Maybe. Written by Brad Zach. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Let's answer some questions. Let's answer some questions. Uh, Nikhil, can we get an episode of Maury with Mike and Maria? That'd be funny. Miguel Martinez, should the upside-down botch be part of the Fiend character slowly taking over the show every week, having the pig, rabbit, and witch at commentary or Bray take over production? What would be your ideas? I don't know about having the, the, the puppets take over commentary, um, but, yeah, if he gets the Universal Championship, it should oh. it should like infect Raw. Sorry, I think it'd be great. before we, we, we mention this, the show went off the air with like a really glitched-out version of the Firefly Funhouse theme and opening graphic. That was really cool. It was like a minute long. It was, really, it was good. really long. It was yeah, really good. It was awesome. I liked it. And did you notice it came after the trademark bug? Mm -hmm. They had the trademark bug on that mm -hmm. last shot, mm -hmm. and then that ended, and then it went to that. So uh, I, ho I hope they keep doing that. Me too. Mr. Wrestles, did Charlotte get that big boot from the Elaine Benes Wrestling Academy? Those heels were not designed for that chair spot. Yeah, she had to walk pretty carefully on the ramp with those massive, massive heels. Uh, Hafty, is there any reason that Mike Bennett shouldn't leave Maria right now? She's abusive mentally and physically, cheats with married men, and it's not his kid. See, I think that he enjoys the humiliation. He enjoys. He's committed to making his, his marriage work. No, I think he likes being oh, humiliated. He, he likes it, okay. Yeah, he films... The, the cuckolding. <laughs> uh, Orlando DeLello. Do you guys know if there will be a way to watch First Hour of NXT or even AEW in Canada? Cheers, friendos. Love the show. That I do not. I do not know. Um, I know the entire... Well, the second hour of NXT this week is going to be live on the network. And I believe the arrangement I made is that the full episode will be available Thursday. Mm -hmm. Following uh, it's airing on NXT... Or I'm sorry, USA Wednesday. Cody Miles, if you were a beta cuck and someone else was the father of your child, which wrestler would be the daddy? Man, see, I'd be cool if it was Rusev also because then we'd be one big family and then I'd get, I'd get some Lana action. Finn Balor. That would make it all worth it. Finn Balor. Just Finn Balor. Mm -hmm. Any particular reason? Because mm -mm. you can get in on that Finn Balor action. He can give me some uh, workout tips so I can get Balor abs. Oh, my gosh. Nick C, I knew my opinion of that Clash of Champions wasn't popular. I'm going to tell you what not to do. No hard feeling. Wait. I knew my opinions at Clash of Champions wasn't popular, but I'm not going to tell you what not to do. Sorry. No hard feelings. Love you guys always. What is that in reference to? I knew my opinion at Clash of Champions wasn't popular. I don't recall. I'm not going to tell you what not to do. I don't recall. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. Uh, Alto. Eddie, got a pair of tickets for SmackDown in San Francisco. You guys want to go. Uh, probably gonna pass on that. Yeah, I want to check out that new arena though. Even if even if it's like here in Sacramento, <laughs> like I I told Cal this because Cal last night I was texting him. He was like, "You guys gonna do Hell in a Cell?" I said, "Nah." Like at this point, I either want to do like like I was I'm actually legitimately bummed that I missed uh, SPW uh, Spring Pro Wrestling here mm -hmm. in town. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to. Apparently October, I think he said October twentieth or something or twenty second. Okay, they're doing the Halloween show. Oh, yeah, they have the Battle Royal. We should year. go check that out. Totally, totally. That should be fun. Yeah, they won't have, there's no WB show the day that Helen sells on the 6th. Right, exactly. Um, so I only like to do small shows or shows that are like, I don't know, if there's just like a lot, of, a lot of buzz around it. Like, I would love to do, even though like we, it's way past the time and it's coming up in three weeks, like the first AEW show. I'd love mm -hmm. to go check out an NXT full sale show. Mm -hmm. That's still on my bucket list. Um, 
But like, I don't know, like we've done the last couple times with the WWE shows. They're fun. If you have the opportunity, do them. I just, I'm kind of over them at this point. I was kind of intrigued by Hell in a Cell going there because I've never seen a Hell in a Cell match live. It could yeah. be a totally lame experience. I don't know. Yeah. You got this giant red box cube obstructing your view. It could be totally lame. Was it red last year? Yeah. I thought they skipped a year when it was red. I thought no, it was I red thought, and they thought, skipped it. I thought it was red for the first time last year. Was it just last year? They Maybe. Oh, Anyways. Okay. Uh, but from a financial, I mean, for pay-per-views, from a financial standpoint, it doesn't make any sense for us to go to pay-per-views anymore um, when we can live stream them. Mm-hmm. Um, if there were an episode of Raw or SmackDown, I probably would have gone if it was here in town. Just it's 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 a it's a deal for us to have to to drive out to San Francisco. I mean, you know, we all have to leave. The oh, show yeah, starts at four. We'd have to leave here at one thirty. This cuts into our workday too much. Yeah, and then the drive back, and then you know it just cuts into the workday too much. So. Yeah, I'm just kind of over WWE shows live, to be honest with you. Like, I'm just, once you've seen it, it's like, it's cool. If we were like in the first two or three rows or something, that'd be neat. But I don't know, kind of over it right now. Uh, Sammy Garcia, what if Maria said that the real daddy is the members of the OC, get Jerry Springer and do a Who's the Father segment? That'd be Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. That'd be, that's the funniest answer. Carl Uh, Anderson. Let's see here, more here in the Discord. Uh, is that the reference there from Breaking Bad? Yes, Batten? correct. Alex C. Do you think the whole Cedric thing is long-term booking of fresh face goes at an icon, gets beat back a bunch of times until he can find his way? I certainly hope so. I hope that's the case. Um. So uh, that'd be cool. John Fox, where did anyone notice the defiant face Chad Gable made when Corbin went to roll him over for the three count? He was upset. Well, he just lost King of the Ring. I didn't think he would be. Uh, Andrew Whitaker, should Maria have a different baby daddy each week? And who would you like to see be potential baby daddies in the coming weeks? No, I'm really looking forward to, uh, I'm assuming next week, when Rusev gets to drop a promo about you know, either his love of Maria Canellis or something. I don't know what it's going to be, mm-hmm. but get Rusev on the mic in this particular angle. Yeah. This is literally the perfect return story for Rusev. I couldn't have thought of a better return story for Rusev, but him being the true father. So he is made for comedy stuff. Yeah. He really is. Yeah, but like comedy timing. stuff where he can be, it's not like 24 7 comedy stuff because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like too low down yeah, the card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gloria Steve Klein, hey friendos, which era of Kane is your favorite? Might be Mayor Glenn Jacobs era. It might be the current era. He's so natural and he's so comfortable. He just show up to have fun. I know. I also like Corporate Kane a lot. I miss Corporate Kane. Yeah. Not pop, not the popular answer, but I really like Corporate Kane. I love I love Corporate Kane. I really love Mayor Glenn Jacobs Kane. And then, of course, just original Kane when he was legitimately scary. Yeah. Those are all good. Because when you first see him, it's like, oh my God, this is cool. This is different. It's terrifying. It's like the next evolution of the undertaker, which he kind of was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so that's all good stuff. James Fletcher, what would really cement the fiend being a proper monster? Who does he need to take out to prove it? If he does something really jacked up to Seth at hell himself, he toss him off the top of the cage, puts him through the cage, something like that. If he impales him, something, something crazy. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Osito Negron. If two Oh five live is in fact absorbed like raw game mutant mm-hmm. into NXT. Should they change the cruiserweight title into something more akin to the X division title from Impact? Would it take away some of the stigma with being considered a lower weight class? I'm going to say no, although I wouldn't mind that kind of title being in existence somewhere. I'm going to say no because if you look at New Japan's junior division, mm-hmm. it is very well respected. It's treated like a million bucks. They main event shows from time to time. Um, and I think that the 205 title can be similar to that if done properly. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Rivera, does Rusev smash have a new meaning now? Didn't he say that last night instead of crush? I think he said, I thought he said Rusev smash. He did. No, he totally did. That's hilarious. It's funny. The most obvious things happen. I miss it. Uh, let's see here. Um, um, 
Uh, Blake Esta, hey, friend, those diehard Saints fan bummed about Drew Brees. Found out my dog 11 years has cancer. Thanks for being able to make me laugh Aww. with your recaps. Much more than WB was able to lift me up. Sorry to hear that, Blake. That's sad. Lord Ziffer feels like this could be potential for count out. Power rank top five superstars that could change brands with the upcoming draft. Well, the promotional ad to be believe uh, Becky's heading to SmackDown. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of a bit more and more convinced that the the people we see in the ads for SmackDown are the ones that are going to end are the ones that are going to land on SmackDown. I think it'll be Becky, Roman, Kofi, the New Day, um, and then probably Brock on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then on Raw, we'll get more goofy story stuff like the Fiend. I mean, Seth will be there because he's you know he's Seth. Yeah. Um, Monday Night Raw. So I kind of feel like that's the way it's going to go. Yeah. Maybe. But you never know. Never know. I would just be surprised if they're like, I mean, I get that it's like, you know, hey, we're going to start promoting SmackDown on Fox, WWE, you know, let's bring, send a bunch of your top people over, we'll film them and put them in these ads and then figure out the roster later. I don't know. I would think that they would say, hey, we want to start advertising people are going to be on the show. I don't know. The, the, the former thing you mentioned seems very much within WWE's wheelhouse. So, yeah, Harris, but, let's promote our top stars as being on the show we want to promote the most. Yeah, but here's the thing. There are grown-ups over at Fox. <laughs> there, are, there are actual business people I'll tell you, man. who have had to like put like very professional things together. You would think somebody, one person, been like, hey, we make sure the people we're putting on this is going to be on the show. I guarantee you that whatever <sighs> internal draft hearing about what superstars or what show hasn't even happened yet. They have no idea who's going to be where. I simply find that not believable. This is WWE, man. See their pains. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Do you think the cheers for Chad Gable were due to him getting over as a baby face or due to Baron being such a good heel? Well, one can lead to the yes. other. I think it's yes to both. Yeah, one could lead the other. That's part of the heel's job is to help get the baby face over. And Baron did that marvelously last night. What? 23 new relatives have joined 23 and me. I was, uh, the podcast I was listening to the other day yeah. said that, uh, on these things, if you once you get to like fourth and fifth cousins on like a normal family tree, that means you probably have in the range of four to five thousand cousins and or relatives on twenty three and me. We all big family. Everybody has big families. That stuff at all. I know. I know. We did not That's do okay. that, but different place, the different place. And I was like, okay, this is just like for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Like I don't put a whole lot of stock into it. Yeah. Well. I think it's interesting stuff. No, like genealogy and stuff. Like yeah. learning about your family is interesting. Yeah. But I'm not going to rely on... Let's not rely on that. It's not. Okay. It's not. Okay, that's good. Unless I don't like giving my genetic information to some giant corporation that can give it to the government. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't care about that stuff. It's like, if they want me, they can come get me. There's, it's not going to take me sending in my genetic, my spit to 23andMe. All of a sudden, oh, let's get this guy. They are. They have everything. Uh, let's see here. Logan Finsterbush. Since Liv Morgan is getting her own gimmick on SmackDown, yeah. What are the plans for Ruby Riot when she's back from injury? Who knows? And Sarah Logan, since we saw her she on was, TV, she was at the briefly. Reveal party. Yeah. Yeah. For us, it's like yeah. the camera panned over. I saw her. Face, I was like, "Who's that lady?" Oh, that was Sarah Logan. Yeah. I'm used to seeing her on uh, on main event. Main event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, anywho, uh, thanks so much for watching. We got overrun coming up after this. I don't know what we're gonna talk about, but we'll figure it out. It's for one dollar and up patrons because we didn't yeah. do a bonus episode yesterday. Yeah, all right, thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Starting at one dollar a month, you can enjoy going in raw ad free, gain access to the daily 30 minute going in raw post show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support going in raw today. Click the link in the description.